0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. Uh, I want to extend a bright and a very beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to celebrate Season 23. Uh, And Today, I'm joined by Master Christologist, Reiki Master, Energy Practitioner, healer, medical intuitive, uh, Mystery School founder, Angie LaRue is here. We're going to talk about Palladian energy transmissions uh, for the 2020 2022 Transitions and the Evolution of Humanity. These are downloads from our star friends to help us during these uh, changing times. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with the new energies, um, then you're in the right place at the right time. <laughs> We're going to get into all of that uh, for years um She's been supporting clients worldwide with magical healing sessions using a variety of modalities to restore damaged blueprints in the body and energy systems to their original perfect state. Remarkable transformations occur in clients' uh, physical, spiritual, and mental lives after having a session with Angie. Many report grace and ease in their daily lives. And now you can experience those benefits as well when you receive these Plebeian energy Transmission. So I want to welcome all of you home. All of you luminous light leaders, new earth, paradise partners, cosmic creators, welcome to this next phase of your spiritual um, awakening and exploration. Know that this is a harmonious haven, a sacred space, and a soulful sanctuary to see your sacredness, to feel empowered. Uh, this is a unity community designed to inspire you into a state of oneness uh, beyond duality um, as an unlimited divine human. And I'm dedicated and devoted to walking hand-in-hand and heart-to-heart with all of you as we soar into our highest timeline potentials together. Um, So just sit back, relax, breathe, open, and receive. Today's show is another beautiful heart homecoming with Angie. And today I wanted to start something new, and I want to do this each time we come together. I want to invite each and every one of you to join Hands and Hearts Uh, with every single soul in this sacred circle and set the pure intention to radiate love kindness and compassion into each and every heart as well as to every soul on this planet let's do that now and just feel the waves of love uniting us all and blessing us all let's um I really felt called to start doing this, let's embrace the the potent power of this unity community to heal, uplift and bless all members here and all beings on the planet. So this purposeful practice it will produce infinite blessings for all of us so thank you for doing that and we're going to do that every day here so um, I also want to invite you to subscribe to our show it's a free platform you can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com and you can listen to all of our replays as often as you like um, on our website on iTunes on iHeartRadio, Spotify Amazon Audible or Stitcher and we would love to see you in our private Facebook group or on Instagram. Uh, write in during the show, let us know how you're doing. Um, we will try to take some live callers later. Press star two on your phone. Angie can do some psychic visioning, um, provide or some codons, which we're going to talk about what those are <laughs> um, throughout the show. But first, let me tell you about Angie. Um, on December 9th, two thousand eleven, at two p.m., she had a radical spontaneous awakening of consciousness while going about an ordinary Hawaiian day as a professional artist and housewife. She had a radical Kundalini awakening on a business call while on her way into the kitchen to get a drink of water. Within three months, her life in Hawaii abruptly ended. Um, she was thrust out onto the road to learn with Spirit as her teacher. Um, She was reeling from the full explosion of psychic abilities and the sudden awareness of subtle energy. And with full-blown empathic skills and the ability to see multidimensionally, all these things happened and it dissolved her previous life and 20-year marriage in a rapid domino effect. She spent the next three years living out of a suitcase, navigating by the quiet whisper of spirit as she unlearned and re-remembered. It was a time of epic heights of bliss and devastating, um, depths of suffering as the egoic structure was humbled and spirit retrained the body and the mind. Now, 11 years from that time, she has integrated all aspects of herself and is deeply dedicated to service through love. Her service now includes many offerings, energy blueprints, and a way to help people evolve their consciousness. She helps people increase their love quota and move from 3D awareness to 5D awareness. She is a healer of the body, mind, and spirit. Uh, she also manufactures tools and items to assist those on the path to higher levels of consciousness. Today, she's going to tell us about Palladian energy transmissions. Um, these are codems that reorder energies in the body and our field, giving us blueprints for new energetic ways of being and experiencing. Uh, they're based on 12-dimensional Palladian understandings of uh, anatomic physics. Anatomic physics is based on numbers, frequency, and sound. The results of the equations are called codems. And so this assistance from the Palladian energy transmissions, what they do is they really do reset the energy in our blueprints to optimal order for help. And well being. So, we're going to talk about all of that, plus the Pleiadians' role and interest with humanity, how we can use our star brothers and sisters' assistance to heal, evolve, and thrive, um, and human star origins and benevolent beings' interest in us. Um, yeah, we're here to remind us that we're all one. So I love my time with Angie. So let's dive in. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Angie as I welcome her to the show. So welcome, beautiful.
1: Hello, Carrie. And hello, everyone out there. It's so great to be with you again.
0: I'm very happy that you're here, my dear. Um, I want you to talk a little bit about um, why I mentioned you had the Kundalini Awakening in 2011. Um, It's been 11 years. Um, You had this onset of gifts and abilities that um, had been cultivated over many lifetimes. Um, <laughs> can you describe, in a nutshell, you know, some of these gifts and abilities, and what you're sharing with the planet right now? And in a nutshell, it's gonna be—it won't be—it won't be a wall nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> However large you choose, yeah, whatever you feel is important to share. So,
1: obviously, I can see other timelines other nows um, other earth incarnations pre-earth incarnations um i have what they call the gift of prophecy which is essentially a mathematical probability for the future based on current moment energies
0: mm-hmm.
1: um psychometry which is uh the ability to pick up specific energy Um, about something like um, you know this is the t-shirt of a missing boy and it's kind of like a bloodhound Uh, you can uh, you know a dog would scent it and then lead you to a boy and somebody who can do psychometry um, can use that information to describe the location of where they're at so that's psychometry Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a remote viewer and I've used that just this year in fact to find Missing hikers up here in the Rockies. We lose people uh pretty regularly in the Rockies. Um, telepathy, out-of-body travel, remote viewing, I already mentioned. It's almost like the only limit. So plant and animal communication, crystal communication.
0: Um, communication <laughs> Can I forget that. Viewing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's almost like when we keep saying yes, we keep opening more up. I, I don't think there is an end to evolution. We just keep I agree. being able to hold more and more and more and all, and it all becomes tool sets, really. And the more light and bright we become, the more beings there are that want to work through us or help us or mm-hmm. guide us. Like, um, As we move into to love and we become heart coherent all of nature including the extraterrestrials begin to respond to us more are drawn to us more and want to play in the garden with us Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely Um, yeah this glorious garden of our consciousness and it does yeah as you do say yes things just continue to open up so when did um, you first get involved with the Pleiadians? Um, since you've been on this path now for eleven years, when did when did they come into the picture?
1: It was quite a bit later in the picture. Um, so the first thing is I had to get over the fact that human beings were not the only sentient being in the universe. Now I was a Star Trek fan and Star Wars, and you know I really wanted to believe. There were other terrestrials out there, you know, terrestrial species out there. But there must have been some part of me that didn't believe it. So I, I met a woman who channeled somebody called Lauren, the ambassador from Orion. And he had a conversation with me, and and I always pictured this conversation kind of like an elderly grandfather. Uh, it's speaking very lovingly, but firm. Um, to me about this is how the universe really is. And in his conversation, he suggested to me that I was xenophobic, and I really needed to take a look at that and decide if, in fact, I wanted to be a xenophobe. <laughs> so there's nothing <laughs> like having an extraterrestrial, <laughs> so tell you, you're a bigot. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: I don't think you've ever told me this story. I don't think I've ever heard it. <laughs>
1: to start getting over your programming and, and really go, oh, my goodness, there's something here that I I don't think suits me. And so I, you know, I kind of worked on extracting that belief, softening it, opening it up. Um, and in time, um, well, I did see a few ships, but uh, there was no contact at that point. And so uh, how the Palladians uh, got a hold of me is somebody came to me, they'd Um, believed that they had been told they had several implants and I was the person who could remove the implants and so you know they came to me for psychic surgery and at the time I didn't believe in implants either so there was lots of things I had to overcome within my my (laughs) human to be a clean clear vessel for the divine and this is yet another aspect of what I had to overcome and so when he said this, my brain was saying, uh, I don't believe in implants, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, just be quiet. You have the psychic ability to look into the body, use your tools, and look. And so I did. And sure enough, there were two devices inside of him. And so I scheduled, you know, um, medical intuition or psychic surgery with him. He came back. Um, I removed those, and while I was in there, I actually found a third one. But I had been in surgery for about 45 minutes, and that's pretty much my limit. So I needed to reschedule with him to come back to have the third one removed. So I brought him out of it, told him everything I had done, and then I got ready to tell him about the third one. And as I got ready to speak, his eyes changed, his essence changed, and a new voice came through. And said, hello, Andrew, this is Osan, and I'm a Palladian, and we'd like to give you some information about your discovery. <laughs> and after you've reviewed the information, you can do as you will with it. And he kind of flicked his hands at me, like throwing something into my mind. And I closed my eyes so I could pick up uh, the telepathy And it opened up and I got to see everything about it. And it was a soul agreement. And this man had agreed to be a channel for his future self, far future self, which was a 12th dimensional Palladium. And I was like, oh, this isn't my business. (laughs) (laughs) And so that began then the basically the relationship between osan and i and that that's now expanded and there's tai and onk and and a number of other palladians and a vegan and an Octurian and a few others that have since come through mm-hmm. um but yeah it's been you know i would say we're still developing trust and it's been four or five years now um and so you know it's it's these steps that you take anytime we enter into a relationship you know, there's there's the testing. What can I trust mm-hmm. you with? How far can I trust you, you know? Um mm-hmm. and that's you know, both on Osam's part and my part, you know, we're both testing uh each. Right.
0: You know, you said um when you were talking about the implants that you first well, first, you know, you struggled with believing in extraterrestrials and then the implants and um I seem to recall and correct me if I'm wrong though, that you grew up with a Christian pastor as a father, did you? Am I remembering? Correct. Right? Yes, so is that where all was... that came yes. from, maybe? Okay. Well I think that I mean Methodists
1: were open to other uh sentient species being out there. Mm-hmm. Um but it's not something they talk a lot about and it certainly isn't really talked about in church. They're open to it though. But I think I got it from society. You know, I, sure. grew up, I grew up in New Mexico. We had the whole Roswell incident, which had several incidents in which, you know, the government tried to turn into hot air weather balloons and this and that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I grew up in a time when they were, and they still are, really downplaying and still trying to convince us that we are the ultimate species in the universe and there is nothing else and, and the universe is our dominion.
0: And so I also wanted to ask you about the implants for someone who may be listening, who may feel like you did, like they don't know what they are, if they're real Um, with your understanding. Now these um, alien implants, what are they and are they um, benevolent at all? Or are they just describe your understanding of them now that now that you've gone through all of this experience.
1: Most of them are benevolent.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: understanding that we are a mixture of many different species, different species have come and, and combined their genetics with ours, and sometimes that, that doesn't work out really well, and we end up with hereditary diseases and this and that. And so, so a lot of times the implants are kind of stabilizing or correcting some of that. Um, Now, we do have things sometimes that go wrong with implants where a body becomes allergic to it if it's a physical implant or the implant breaks down and needs extracted. Uh, But for the most part, they are benevolent, yes. There's not anything to be concerned about. Occasionally, I know there's exceptions to every rule, but I, I would say 90% 90% of the ones that I've seen were benevolent and useful and helpful.
0: Okay, good, 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 good. Because I think sometimes you you hear that phrase and people talking about, oh, that's bad, that's something to be removed, that's, you know, evil, all of these things. Um, and so I like that you're sharing that the majority of them are benevolent. And, and just giving a little more insight into that because I hear people throwing around that word and talking about it, but it's never really explained. And so there are a lot of people that don't have, um, an understanding. And so it can seem a little bit, um, I don't know. Maybe there's well, fear associated are,
1: with it. They're all so very different. And it depends on the species, uh, which developed it and when they developed it mm-hmm. as to what it's going to look like. Some are physical. A lot of them operate on the etheric layer or another layer. Um, yeah, and, and and so we just kind of really have to individually look at them, but for the most part, they're, they are useful. Um, I At this point, I have a number of them, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one which is called the Antonian Stone, which is a holographic device, which allows me to look at blueprints, uh, DNA, or any part of the body. I can zoom in and out and around. And um, I, can, I can correct That's it. That's helpful. Yes, you can correct it, yeah. And I have another one that uh, is on the, between the knuckles of my, on my right hand, between my index and my ring, in, um, ring finger right there, that little dip. Mm-hmm. There's a little tiny stone there which is placed on the 12th dimension, although it actually hurt me for a couple weeks after it was placed, you know. Um, that allows me to beam codums to someone, you know, and then I have, so those both came from the Palladians, and then I have on my right arm um, this scanner device, which allows me to remove blocks to healing um, Hmm. that came from a group from Inner Alpha Centauri, Hmm. and then uh, last year, I ended up with another set of um, almost like... You know, the boys in the ocean have a light on them and make a beeping sound to keep ships from crashing into rocks or something, mm-hmm. the floating ones. I have something like that now, Unlike maybe the ninth dimension, that is, there's a few in my body, five of them, and then I think some around my auric field. And they basically put out a pulse that says, no more implants in this one. <laughs>
0: we've reached the limit Um, (laughs) well what's really amazing Angie is that I mean all the things the skills that you I asked you about in the beginning of the show and everything you're talking about now you're able to implement when you're working with clients and uh, you know, we'll talk about your special offers later, but you're actually including a private session this time, which I don't believe you did before. So you can really support people who are having physical issues, spiritual um, challenges, anything, really. Um, wow. Can you describe a little bit about what goes on in a session with you? I mean, I'm sure it's different with every client, but um, based on all the things you're sharing, um, it, it sounds like pretty pre- – I know profound things could take place
1: well um I mean there's a lot of different levels to a healing um some healing we need to go in and remove, for example um a tumor um and so that can be that can be done psychically um but then to keep the person from producing another tumor, we need to find the core belief system mm-hmm. or or you know, it could be an environmental contaminant, but we, we need to figure out what caused that that tumor. And then we need to change that in the person's environment, whether it was, it was a, you know, a toxin, an exposure, or it's a belief system. And so I'm going to look at that. Um, so I'm not going to go in just strictly as we're going to cut that out because mm-hmm. that may just, you know, get recreated
0: exactly uh, Mm -hmm. you know
1: and so we're going to we're going to try to look at how to keep it from coming back again right um whoops are you still there okay yes still here um you know we are our own healers and so a lot of times just getting a person calmed down and relaxed and surrendered Um, in bringing in the angels and the guides. And and I work with sometimes the the beings who used to work with John of God and Abhijanya. Um, And the person basically becomes their own healer when they're surrounded in, you know, a a chorus of beings, including myself, who hold the healing Mm pattern. And they're able to basically, you know, absorb those patterns and apply them. And they don't even know it. They're just in a meditation state. You know, they're just very calm and relaxed and and it's happening, but they're permitting it to happen.
0: They're allowing
1: it to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm channeling a lot of energy and doing that. I'm more like a conductor uh, leading a symphony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of different ways that healing can be done. And right. we want you know, we're looking at the mind, the body, and the spirit. And for the most part, spirit's doing pretty good. It's the mind and the body that are being, uh, have, are discordant.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're
1: discordant with the spirit.
0: Exactly, yes, yeah. We also run yeah.
1: into things, um, Energies from past lives that still continue in our auric field and feed information into our body. And so we can end up with, you know, some kind of discomfort or, um, reoccurring problem, which isn't even based on reality from this lifetime. It's, it's an information feed coming in from another life. So when somebody comes to me with a situation, there's a lot of different levels I'm going to look at, right?
0: Yeah. Um the Palladian energy transmissions and the the codems, um it does that come into play with the private sessions as well? It does. It does. I you know, right now it's
1: it's becoming such a large toolbox that I work with. Yeah. <laughs> that I just pull whatever, you know, is needed. Um, A lot of the healing stuff is very broad spectrum. The crystal arrays that I do are very broad spectrum. They'll cover a lot of different things, mind, body, and spirit. But the codems are very surgical. They're very precise, you know. So if a codem is for clearing your mind, getting rid of, you know, the murky, fogginess where you can't quite focus and uh, whatnot, it's not going to cure a brain tumor. Right, It does the one thing, it clears your mind, and that's it. So it's not going to solve the sprain on your broken toe. A crystal array will do both things simultaneously, right? Mm-hmm. But codons mm-hmm. are extremely precise and specific. And I do find that, frankly, quite useful, and they're fast as well. And there's one thing I really like about codons is they're very fast.
0: Describe what they are for someone who's new to this terminology in your work. Well, and it's completely understandable that you don't
1: know the, the terminology. It's a Palladian word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> yeah. okay. and you, right. You may have heard it here on this show when you were here last. Um, <laughs> right. But, yes, so it would make they, sense if it's new to you. <laughs> yeah. So
1: it's actually a series of numbers, but you, you won't hear me say the numbers. Um, I, I whisper the numbers because uh, they don't have permission to, to give the, the actual codoms away, only the energy of the codoms. There's a series of numbers that are binary and fractal in nature, and they create new energetic realities in our field. So when that codom energy comes in, we can see it <clears throat> as a light transmission. That's, that's a fairly decent word for it. Um, even though it's something that's based on 12th-dimensional Antonian physics. Um, And the the codem, these numbers, cause these changes to happen in the auric field or in the body, which then manifest into the physical reality on on the words. So we say four words, activate, which just means turn these numbers on in my system, Mm -hmm. enhance, which means tweak it to my unique spiritual signature because we're all, we're all different. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, amplify, which is homeopathic, which kind of carries it throughout the body, throughout the auric field, and then expand, which takes it into our multidimensional aspects as well, not just the part of us in the third dimension, but also in the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth, the eleventh, and the twelfth. So the Palladians as twelfth-dimensional beings that's kind of the cap for our particular universe. Our particular universe has 12 dimensions. And so, you know, if we get a codem from a Heronian who's a 22nd being, that's actually referring to a like a GPS location saying two universes away. So mm-hmm. this is how the Palladians describe the layout of the universe to us and then also how these activator words activate the totality of our being in all dimensions.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Well, and, and we're going to go through your package in a little bit, but you're including a lot of these codons. So that's something that someone just listens to. And, um, and do you find that they impact the person immediately or do they have to re-listen or They can.
1: So mm -hmm. what I'm finding kind of the rule set is, like let's say I put out a bunch of codons for opening, balancing, and detoxing the chakras. Well, if a person's already been doing their work on opening, balancing, detoxing their chakras, they're not going to feel that codon because there's nothing there to change. They've already done the work themselves, right? Or if I put out a codon to connect a person with their higher self, but they're already connected with their higher self. They're not gonna perceive that. We humans perceive differential. That you know, if we step into a room that has a very strong smell, we're gonna notice it because we just entered the room. But if we've been in the room for an hour, we're gonna quit noticing that smell. So it's, so, mm-hmm. you know, I can put out totems and a person may not feel them and it's because of that that's already an active reality In their body in their auric field now the other way it's possible for someone to not feel a codem is they are they're not dropped in their mind is still busy they're thinking they're not present in the moment Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: and then another way too you know as we evolve we become more aware of things that are happening we can feel a fly fly through our auric field behind us when we become a very aware person. We can feel everything. We can feel an ant come into our field long before it ever gets to our foot, right? Mm -hmm. So our level of awareness is also going to determine Mm -hmm. how much we perceive a codon. Some people are brilliant. Some people are amazingly, amazingly good at it. Whether we perceive it or not, doesn't mean it didn't come. It did come and it is working with us, right? So, wine testers, for example, they can tell you, you know, how long a wine was vented, what the cask was, was it, you know, was it maple or choke cherry or, cher- or not choke cherry, cherry or um, oak or walnut mm-hmm. or, you know, what the cask was, the species of the grape, how long it was vented. But none of us not all of us have that ability. We haven't developed it. So it kinda of depends what our development de- developmental level is of perceiving energies as to how much we're going to perceive
0: the codems. Does that answer your okay. question? It does. Thank you for that. And I just realized that the CODEM transmissions in your offers are live online groups. Um so that's going to be fun. I didn't know if they were, um, recorded or, so this is going to be live. live. Um, I'm going to go ahead and direct people here now since we're talking about it. Then we'll go back, take some callers, all that fun stuff and talk more. But since we're talking about this, any of you who want to review this now, go to com. click on our marketplace, um, and then you will see Angie's beautiful face. Click on her picture. Um, it'll take you to three offers here. Um, the first one is called The Tune Up and that is um uh what we're just talking about. It's twelve different codem transmissions. This is live, um, online groups. Oh, I love the date. April April twenty second, two thousand twenty two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty powerful potent date, or April twenty sixth. Um To go through these I'm just going to run through this briefly and then I'll let you add in more um, information Uh, offer B is moving forward fearlessly with purpose so it's everything in package a plus eight additional CODEM transmissions Um, again those are live online groups where that takes place Offer C is called I've Got This. So it's everything in A and B, uh, plus a private one-on-one session with Angie. So, uh, um, and then there's a downloadable crystalline transmission called Transformation. So these are amazing offers, Angie. Um, I'm so excited that you're doing these live. Uh, anything that you want to add about these offers?
1: Well, people really want to be well hydrated before our Zoom uh, because it is going to be a lot of energy. It's going to be very powerful, and you'll be getting the energy of the organ generator crystal BioBed behind me and of the sacred space. I do the Zoom from a sacred space um, every Tuesday night, so that would be tonight, I host um, a premeditation. And at the end of that meditation, people are really high. And a lot of that is, is also from the codums, but it's also from the energy of this space. And our bodies use energy like electricity uses wire, or I should say water in our body carries energy, like electricity is carried by wires. So you wanna be well hydrated um, before our session because it, it will be powerful. and. Mm-hmm. One of the great things about this not being a download and this being a live Zoom is I'm generous, and I'm a very loving and generous person, and if you have some kind of special thing, I may have a codem uh, to help you specifically, even outside of the one-on-one session. So it's, it's nice to actually really, that it's interactive, and then whatever the time period is that lines up for other people, that they'll be in the, the Zoom as well and so you get to meet some
2: community
0: as well that is beautiful so the first one in offer a there are let's see how many of them um there are 12 and then if they get offer b there's an additional eight um transmission um Yeah, and it says here if you guys follow along, you can look through and review all the different ones that are um, being included here. So, wow, fun, fun. And like I said, you—I don't think you've offered privates here, private one-on-one sessions. Maybe I don't. Yeah, and I
1: have. There's a in package B. There's a very unique codem there too. It Mm -hmm. will. It helps awaken you more if you look at the bonus codem
0: and oh, that's yes what got
1: very recently from the Palladians.
0: wow okay and for those of you who have not experienced this yet what if they have um i guess like you said if they've already cultivated some of this they may not feel it but um like you said some of these are new ones um but there's yes. a wide range here. So there's a There's a, there's lot. a wide
1: range. And kind of Titan B is really kind of tailored around the new age energies, the, the Aquarian energies that we're moving mm-hmm. into. So unless you've gotten downloads specifically around that, you probably don't have these. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. I'm, um, And I'm excited about these private one-on-one sessions for those of you who um, want that opportunity to have a yeah a private one-on-one session with you. So whatever you're going through, she can tailor the session to your specific needs. And what is the downloadable crystalline transmission? That, the mm. transformation.
1: So that's really my passion, and I, I realize the you know the Palladians have become a part of my reality, and they've given me all these amazing hacks, these shortcuts, um, you know, based on um, much higher technology than we have access to. But my passion is really the crystalline transmission. So crystalline transmissions, um, these these are crystals ordered in a very specific way to create certain effects in the body. And crystalline energy is very clean and very pure. And you, after you have one of these arrays, you feel so alert, almost like when you were a child and you're aware of everything and the nuances of the lighting and the nuances of color and you just felt crisp and clean and bright and open. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's, the nature of working with the crystals themselves, and then we organize them in, uh, into certain patterns to create certain things. And in this case, it's um, transformation. And so I t- you know, this crystalline transmi- transmission is tailored to go with the entirety of the palladium mm-hmm. packet. So this helps eradicate obstacles so that you can courageously fulfill your soul's mission. Um, It helps connect you to your higher self in a calm and balanced way. Um, It encourages progress and stanima, as well as assisting in all areas of psychic pursuits and mysticism. So uh, crystalline energy is like water running across the ground. And when there's a divot or a hole, the water's going to pause there and fill in that hole before it continues moving across the ground. Mm -hmm. Very much. So if you already have a... Are pretty far down the road on your soul journey but maybe haven't developed a lot of the psychic abilities that's the whole it's going to start filling in so the psychic pursuits and mysticism promotes activities related to past lives removing internal pressures and allowing for receptivity of information from your higher self etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's a lot of things it also works. Mm-hmm physically with the body, so can uh, can relieve the symptoms of kidney stones, cholera, abscess, gastric ulcers, toxemia, diphtheria, gallstones, allergies, venereal disorders, and it can also be used in the treatment of disorders associated with the thyroid, the spleen, the adrenals, um, the prostate gland, the pituitary gland, small intestines, generative organs, excretory um, system, the colon, lower kidneys, the urethra, Appendix and Digestive System. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this crystal array works with this on a lot of levels. So this is where I was talking about the crystalline energy. is very broad spectrum, and it's mm-hmm. going to fill in the divot. So that energy is going to run to where you need it the most. That's just naturally what it does by its nature, where the palladium codons are very specific. It does this one thing, and it doesn't do that. It doesn't right, do that that right, yet. right.
0: So the the beautiful thing is if someone gets Package C that includes um, A and B plus the private session, they will um, immediately get this downloadable crystalline transmission that they can begin working with. Um, yeah. It says use this every six to nine days. Drink plenty of water um, for the next three days after each time you listen. But um, that would be a beautiful way to begin. And then you have the uh, transmissions live beginning April 22nd. And then the uh private session with you. So a lot there for yeah. Go ahead.
1: There's three different dates that the Zooms are available on and it's the same every time. So the people who got package A come in, they get theirs, then they leave. The package B people and C people continue on and get the Mm codems from package B. And I do that three times. So pick the date which is best for you. It's the same thing every time.
0: Okay. Thank you for offering those options for people. Um, And if they cannot make the live groups, Angie? um, I will
1: record one of the groups so that they can get it.
0: Okay. Okay, beautiful. Um, Okay. So we've gone through that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for creating these offerings and you really appreciate it. And, uh, what I would love to do, I want to go back and ask you a couple things, um, before we take callers, um, just to expand a little further on you working with these star people. And, um, we talked about you getting involved with the Palladians and all of this work that has come through. Um, when, <laughs> when all of this started coming through and all the star beings are entering in I mean is that something that you intended for or wanted to happen or it just kind of happened and then you thought okay um, I'll participate in that <laughs> how did it unfold
1: well the gentleman that I had done the implant removals on his sole agreement is to be a direct channel for the Palladians um, I I will telepathically communicate with other beings, but I won't let them channel directly through me. I only let my higher self come through. And it's kind of a joke, an ongoing debate, I guess, between my higher self and I. But I just don't think I'm supposed to be a medium this life, or my human doesn't want to be. And so instead, I have this relationship with a person who is the medium. And the result of that is, you know, I may get called by a twelfth dimensional Pleiadian on a Tuesday to tell me, Angie, you need to know this, this, and this, and here's three codems to go with that information. Okay, goodbye. And
0: <laughs> in the
1: beginning, when I would get calls from Osan, Osan is the Pleiadian that most of this comes through, um, it was quite surprising, um, and I've gotten, but I've gotten very used to it now. So I'm not the channel, um, and and I really don't I don't want to
0: be the channel.
1: Um, I I do so much already. I don't need to do everything.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. So what is their purpose, the Palladians or any of these other star beings? What do you feel their purpose is in in presenting these offerings and gifts um, at the time? Well,
1: it's it's an expansion of love. Uh, and an expansion of evolution um, assisting us. And you remember, you know, remembering that biologically we've been influenced by many different star species. And so they're kind of making sure that we're doing okay genetically. Mm -hmm. And in a number of cases, we may represent a past life of one of them. And so they're, uh, you know, when we do our higher spiritual work, Part of what we do is we go back into our past lives and we heal ourselves. And so, when we experience something in this life, and we're like, an angel came in and helped me. It could have been an angel, but it could have been your future self that went back in the past and helped you. Mm-hmm. And that's the same <laughs> thing that we're looking at, you know, with star people is they may be us in the future, and they're coming back to help us in mm-hmm. this path, you know, because it's that's they're at that level of consciousness now. Where love is, is not relegated to just physical realities in front of them. It's across all the timelines. I say timelines, but all time and space is now. But um,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that makes sense. yeah, it does. It does. And so, as we mentioned before, you combine all of this. Um, with your work as a healer, as a Christologist, as a psychic, as all of the, (laughs) all of the other things. I mean, you started a mystery school. You have so many things that you have done. Um, but as you mentioned, so you're the thing that you love the most is the crystal rays.
1: I think that's my,
0: yeah. And I I think that because the crystal
1: kingdom is one of the first kingdoms that opened up to me. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah. Um, crystals started communicating with me within three months of my awakening and they were the ones who showed me how to get to the akashic records and how to
0: you know begin
1: to access um the totality of of many 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 things so i have a special love in my heart and a special connection and with crystals and i love the energy the energy is so pure and clean and bright and sparkly it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of like I don't know. Like liking chocolate instead of strawberry, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just a, it's a it's a just so precious to me and I and I love the energies of the crystals so.
0: Well, I love that you have so many tools um in your, your cosmic tool belt to assist people with and someone asked a good question here, um, Angie. It's Isha said hi Carrie thanks for the show hi Isha um, Angie can you describe how does trauma this life or past lives get treated by these codems so I do
1: have some codoms that release trauma um, there are uh, two or three set though. so there's a coding that you get um, and then three days later there's another codem so that First codem starts releasing that trauma. It starts breaking up the energy knot or the energy mass um, of that trauma, and then um, three days later, you got, you get another codem which um, kind of releases the broken up bits of it. And then I think three days later, there's another codem that uh, begins to reprogram all of that uh, that area. So there's kind of not a quote unquote you know, scar tissue left. Like we want to just remove it 100%. So removing trauma um, with CODEMS is – I hope that answers your question. Um, you yeah, know, the, you, um, the
0: very last part – yeah, Angie, some Please. of what you just shared, the very last part was cut out. You kind of cut out. So it was just the last thing you said about the CODEMs.
1: Okay. So it's a three-part series usually to remove trauma, very Mm -hmm. deep trauma. Um, That's the deep level CODEM work. But there's some lighter level stuff um, that we do, like just letting go of your story, just letting it go. I mean, a a lot of trauma, we recycle it by telling ourselves we're traumatized by remembering exactly. the story mm-hmm. of the trauma. Mm-hmm. And so we have to have codems to let that go. So when it's the brain that's holding the trauma, we have codems for that. But when it's an actual energy mass <clears throat> in the auric field or in the body, we have a different set of codems um, to release that. It's like an energetic scar.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Isha, I hope that you heard that. Um, I will go to some live callers in just a minute. It's star two to raise your hand, but while I'm in the webcast, um, I'm going to take some more questions from here. Uh, Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. Sarah from Berkeley says, um, I've been told for more than 20 years that my seeing and knowing will open up like a window suddenly being, opened i work at it every day but it's still a trickle not a flow do you see anything for me angie that might be the key to this blessings and thanks that sarah and berkeley All right i'm just taking a look sarah
1: I'm just getting that giving yourself um, more time for silence of the mind, meditation, and working with your third eye chakra um, is what's going to do it. There's something about surrendering for you. As I connect with your energy, I feel a tightness in my body. Um so there's something about learning to relax and flow more, be more surrendered, which is key to allowing your gifts to come out and through you. But I'm I'm feeling that you hold yourself in a very composed, organized manner, which is restricting the flow of these gifts upwelling. And they, they do, they're like a fountain from within, they upwell. And come out of us, but you have a nice strong container, which is very useful as a human. It's a good way to get through this world, but it's, it's that mental construct in that container, which is stopping this bubbling spring, which, which can bubble up out of you.
0: Hmm. Okay. Sarah, right. thank you for being here. I hope that you heard that, my dear. Um, uh Linda from maple valley said i was curious about calling forth uh my star being family how can we encourage and more closely work with them um also have they been have they have i'm not sure have they been with them through all of our past lives too um oh i see what she's asking so, first of all, how do you call forth the starving family, she said, and work more closely with them? And have they been with us through all of our past lives? That's Linda. Yes, they've been
1: with us. Um, and, and, and different ones, too. It's not always the same ones. Um, because they're not always in the same consciousness uh, with the same time to be able, you know, to to extend to help us right like they have real lives too so to speak um but there's always some that are with us um and that's and that's throughout all of our lives so and we can title them you know angels or guides or anything we want um and really the title isn't that important it is love extending itself towards us and assisting us um and it, it can give itself any name um We can attract star beings or angelic help or um, through our open-hearted acceptance and invitation. The more you hold them in your mind, the more you talk to them as if they were there, the more you draw their energy towards you. So, for example... When I think of a friend or someone I know or a past client, and I'm wondering how they're doing, and I think about them a couple times during a day, inevitably, they will text or call me within about 24 hours. So in other words, I'm drawing them through my intention, through my loving intention to me, right? And they're mm-hmm. contacting me. And, you know, our star brethren respond the very same way. So through your intention and attention, you draw them to you to work with you. And that's a great mm-hmm. question. Thank you for asking that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said intention and attention and um i'm doing my radio show again i did it for 10 years angie and my whole topic for thursday is is all about intention and attention so (laughs) (laughs) doing a whole show on that but um thank you linda for that beautiful question and um we have another question from another linda linda with a y (laughs) from alberta uh she says amazing show carrie and angie uh thanks linda she said, very blessed to be here. Uh, my youngest daughter has experienced extreme trauma and lives with severe PTSD. Uh, Angie, are there any suggestions or advice that can assist my beautiful daughter with? Many blessings to you both. It's Linda in Alberta. All right, Linda.
1: I, am, I don't have a name for your daughter, and, and it's easier to get an energy read when I have names, so I'm... Just kind of using your name and your daughter and seeing what I get. So give me just a moment. All right. So with your daughter, I'm seeing a very slow evolutionary path um, um, many lifetimes. And for whatever reason, her soul has chosen to re- experience a lot of trauma. We do see this with people who become great healers. Uh, it's, they usually have trauma paths and through healing that trauma within themselves, they hold the blueprints to be able to heal other people. Uh, and I'm seeing a multi-life thing with her where she will be able to heal a few things in this lifetime and that will continue on into um, future lifetimes. She's playing a much bigger game. She has, she's playing the long game as opposed to a short single life game. She has a, a much longer track that she's working on. And so I recommend... You know, wherever she feels, and I don't know how old she is, that she can make the most accomplishment in the single life, that that should be the area of focus the most, is mm-hmm. where it's possible to to make
2: progress in this life.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for that response. Linda, thank you for being with us. Many blessings to you and your daughter. Um. Let's see, uh, the other Linda just said thank you so much. Your insights were so helpful and I look forward to working with what you brought forth. Much love and light. Uh, right. thank you Linda. Um, You're so welcome Linda, thank you. Cindy, Cindy from Circe. I uh, said, hi, lovely ladies. Hi, Cindy. Um, last week, I got very bad at food poisoning, and I'm still not fully recovered. Can you tell me if this was an exit option or why this happened now? Everything about it was so weird. I'm trying to use this experience to up-level my consciousness. Thanks so much. Cindy and feet Yeah. So what I'm
1: getting is there's a lot of education around food that you're needing right now. Um, this was um, a bit of a cosmic two by four to wake you up to the fact that our food is very manipulated right now. It's full of uh, pesticides and GMOs, and and it's, in a lot of ways, it is no longer a healthy food. It's become very, very poisonous to us, and it's shortening our lives, and, Your team is wanting you to become very, very aware and responsible for what goes in into your stomach. And I'm going to look for a CODEM real quick. I've got one for stomachs, and I'm going to send that to you to um, help you. Get over this a little bit better today.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, I'm on the wrong thing. Give me just a moment. I um, I have many, many codems, a hundred or more,
0: <laughs> trying to locate the specific <laughs> one, exactly. the specific thing. Um, Cindy, yeah, clear. It's, it's you're
1: health. But it's uh, there's a lot under there's top.
0: a long list, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. So this codon for um, you, it allows the stomach to naturally bring in the enzymes and whatever are needed to rebalance. All right. All right, and that was Cindy, correct?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: All right, I'm going to send this energy to you now, Cindy. All right, Cindy, say out loud after me, activate, enhance, amplify, expand all right and just let that rest in your stomach and your stomach begin to bring in the enzymes it needs to help you recover much quicker from the food poisoning
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and thanks for letting us know what was happening with you Cindy
0: Cindy thank you for being here Thank you, Angie, for that. Um, I'm going to go to Christine in Vancouver. Um, She said, thanks, Angie and Carrie. Um, She said, I know that I have had one or more Palladian past lives and would love to be able to use this energy more in my life. Do you have any specific insights for healing my body or assisting me in my career towards more meaningful work? That's Christine in Vancouver. Can you repeat the question, Carrie? Yeah, she said that she knows she's had more than one Palladian past lives and wants to bring that energy more into her life um, and is asking for specific help and insights for healing her body or assisting her career in this way. All right, I'm not
1: seeing anything very specific for you. It seems like you are already on the path um and to become a healer of course and to hold those blueprints healing blueprints we do need to to heal ourselves and healing ourselves is a combination of surrendering to divine force and letting it dwell inside of us reaching a level of belief that we are worthy for the healing, and a very dedicated, steadfast, unshakable belief that we will be healed. Now, we can also add on top of that, in learning any healing modalities like Reiki, or there's many different healing modalities as well to give you a visual tool set um, to work with that, but... At the end of the day, it comes down to belief and allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. And as to your career, I don't see anything specific at this moment. It does feel like there's something gestating uh, that will come into being uh, more in the future when it's appropriate, it's like um some pieces are not into place yet for that to come in.
0: Thank you, Angie, and thank you, Christine. Um, Isha, who wrote who wrote in earlier about the trauma and the codons, or um, she said, I believe it's a she. Um, thank you for the answer, Angie. Um, do we need to take a personal session for that, or would the just the uh transmissions in package A or B would they be enough for that trauma?
1: Um, let me take a look and see what water actually in the packages. All right, package B does have releasing collected trauma from your information field, which includes trauma from the collective. And okay, there is one for releasing attachments that no longer serve you. Looks like there's not too many codoms this time around. There's a few, though. Um, so, if I was you, I would ask for that in your personal session, and we can jump specifically into that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I hope you heard that, Isha. And uh, um, Cindy and Sears said thank you so, so much. I really appreciate your help. Um, Linda from Alberta said thank you, Angie, for your amazing insight on my daughter, Nicole, who will be 24. On April twenty second. The twenty second is the first day of your um live group. <laughs> oh
1: that's right. Well and happy birthday to your daughter.
0: Yes, happy birthday to Nicole. She said much love to you both and right back to you, Linda. Um Um, I'm going to read one more here, then I'll go to a couple of callers. Pippa from Glastonbury said, hi, Carrie and Angie. Um, Over the last couple of months, I seem to have aged years. (laughs) Any reason why um, this would happen? Thank you so much in advance and many blessings. So she's aged years in a matter of months is how she feels. Pippa in the U.K.,
1: I, it looks like she got the vaccine, probably.
0: Oh. I, and Pippa, I don't know if you did or if that, um, okay. Anything else you want to share with Pippa? No. Okay. Um, Christine just said, thank you so much for your insights, Angie. Really appreciate your words of wisdom. I will take them to heart. Beautiful. Um, Okay. Angie, are you okay with taking one or two live callers? Absolutely. Okay. Here we come. Star two. A lot of you know that because your hands are up. Um, Wow, where am I going to go here? Let's see. Okay. I'm going to go to area code 250. You're live. Hi Carrie, hi Angie. My name is Sherry.
2: Woohoo. Thank you. Woo-hoo, Sherry, my- hi. <laughs> I, hi, hi. I love you. Hi. Wow, this is um a lot of information and my question keeps changing, so whatever comes out is what needs to happen, but um, I just have to say that when you mentioned um I can't remember the exact words, but love that you know whatever the label is, it's love expanding and uh I mean I felt this wave of energy come in my head and drop down and whatever's going on is going on but I think I have somewhere a block um, to opening to to my star family and I think that needs to go you can see? <laughs>
1: yeah, that reminds me. That reminds me of being called a xenophobic by. A, a yeah, period. I laughed at that.
2: <laughs> I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, you know, it's all about surrender, and it, the ego doesn't want to surrender. It feels like if it does, it will be usurped. It will become obsolete, and so <laughs> it defends itself. Um, It fights for its life, basically. But what really happens with this spiritual awakening is we just become 2.0 and we still need the ego. It's the one that, you know, can drive the car and does taxes and, you know, can keep the license plates and tags done, every every little thing um, about our physical being here on the planet. Um, the ego actually still continues to stay in charge of, but it can't stay in charge of the spiritual life. So reassuring your ego that it's not going to be overthrown, it's not going to be usurped, you will still be you, but you're going to become a 2.0 version. It's it's an upgrade, and life will be even more interesting and more engaging. when trying to get your ego to relax and allow Itself to share the sandbox,
0: right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Share the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's it's my ego that's just yes. in the way. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. This is amazing, and um, I'm very grateful and and so much love, Carrie. I love you, and I am mm. just so grateful and. And um, just for the space and the place and the beginning, I love that in terms of intentionally connecting and, and just shining our light brighter is beautiful. Thank you.
0: Oh, so glad you're here. Oh, thank my you. love yeah. right back to you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and thanks, so much love, yes. you guys. This is great. This is beautiful. And I'm going to re-listen because there is a lot of um, lots of wisdom here. So, nuggets.
0: Love. <laughs> <Lots>. <laughs> okay. Cosmic yes. Nuggets. Um, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, days, Sherry. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay. Uh, oh, Pippa just said she did not get the shot. So I don't know if um, I just wanted to – she said okay, there's still not
1: I... – There is um... – yeah, let me stay with Pippa for a moment. Pippa, there is um... – there is a toxin in your environment. There is something in your environment that is causing this, and it's coming into your body. So, um, you know, I don't know, water pollution, 5G towers, I'm seeing a very distinct interference that is causing the aging.
0: And that's mm-hmm. why I went to the
1: vaccine is right. because it's, it's something saturating you.
0: Got it, Pippa. I hope that you heard that. Um, okay, let me take another live caller. Um, I'm going to go to area code three one zero. You're live with us, three one zero. Hi, Carrie. It's Karen. How are you? Hi, Karen. I'm wonderful. Hi, Karen.
1: How are
3: you? It's it's funny. I hadn't. I wasn't going to ask a question, and then when Pippa said the aging thing, and I. I'm getting younger and younger, but my skin seems to be aging all of a sudden. And I, too, have not been vaccinated, so it's it's not that. So it just kind of piqued my interest. And what I always do is when I do STAR2, if I'm supposed to be called on, I am. And, uh, Carrie, you've done it. (laughs)
1: Well, um, where where are you in the cycle of life?
3: Uh, I'm 76 years old.
1: And your skin is just now thinning? Well, yeah. You are lucky. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. That usually it, it, happens just, to women like around, you know, 45, 50 is when they start noticing.
3: No, um, I, have, I have very good genes. I'm very, very, yes, I am very lucky. And it's just, it's really just been maybe it's six months, but it is, I've just been noticing it more lately. So I figured it was worth a call.
1: Are you doing any collagen products?
3: Nope.
1: All right, you might want to try that. That might make a little bit of a change for you. Just start replacing the collagen, and you know, there's powders and there's liquids, and just kind of research um, how you would want to do that. I do it as a as my breakfast shake. Um, I just have it in my drink. Oh,
0: that's oh, that's a good, good idea. As we <laughs> said in sync, Karen, that's a good idea. <laughs>
3: Can I throw in one more thing? I've been having this issue in my um, right across from my right shoulder blade, and it just—we've had done a couple healings. It just doesn't seem to go away. Can you see anything there that I need to be releasing? I'm sure it's emotional, but it's been going on for a while.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing a knot of. Um, tension there, and it looks like uh, it's interfering with your sleep a little bit, and you're ending up sleeping in positions which uh, don't relax it um, and allow it to just kind of slowly build. Are you having any massages done?
3: Yes. Yes, almost every two weeks.
1: And how does it do after the massages?
3: It's fine for about 24 hours. That's why I thought it might be emotional that it keeps coming back. But you're definitely right about the sleep.
1: Yeah, it seems physical to me. I'm, it's um, almost like a not like a pinched nerve, but like a pinched tendon or something.
2: Hmm. So well, yeah. is there anything?
1: Um. Are you doing any kind of um, Epsom salt bath? Or there's also some gels um, and lotions that can be rubbed on to help um, release the tendons and stuff. Um, I, I've been I've been doing arnica gel.
0: Okay. And I
3: just and I just did an Epsom salt bath the other day, but I haven't been
1: doing them regularly. Okay. Um, having that, increasing your magnesium might be helpful as well.
2: Okay. It does make you
1: have to, yeah, it does make you have to go to the bathroom more, but it does work as a muscle reactor as uh, relaxer
2: as well. Thank you
3: so, okay. so much, and I appreciate you taking my call. Love you both very much. You're so Love well. you, Karen.
0: Yeah. Collagen shakes um, in the morning. Pretty, okay. Very I'll do that nice. with you. all right okay thanks karen and thank you angie um i'm gonna take one more and then we'll then we'll close up for the day but i'm going to go to area code 626 um
3: why hi hi angie this is sonia
0: Hi, hi sonia Hi. Welcome. I had a feeling that I was going to get called. <laughs> yes, you kept popping out to me. I was like, I'm going to take, I'll take one more. <laughs> so what's going on, Sonia?
2: Well, I, um, I've been having, uh, I wondered rather, I, I really didn't know what to say. I just pushed the tube and see what came up for me. But, um, I would like, my son's been picking up a lot of weight and, um, And I feel like it's probably entanglement with me. And I was wondering whether um, you can assist me with that, Angie.
1: How old is your son?
2: He's 14.
1: Okay. Um, So I'm seeing him sitting on a couch in a slooped position with his feet out in front of him. and uh phone or iPad or game controller, something like that. Yeah. And, looks, <laughs> yeah. and it looks like he does a lot of that, and he's not developing as many friends in real life. I don't see him outdoors in the fresh air playing. Um, you know, at this point, he should be really, really active a lot with friends and not wanting to come home. Um, It looks like he's kind of isolating into the electronic world um, with its distractions as opposed uh, to being in the physical world, you know, skateboarding, playing basketball, dancing, swimming. So I think as his mom, you can really encourage him to maybe, you know, limit the electronic time and, you know, from these hours to these hours you need to do you need to be doing going skating with your friends or something physical. But get the physical activity going or else his body will hold the memory of the fat cells and this being what it is to be healthy, and he will fight have, being overweight his whole life. So if he can slim down, his body will get a new blueprint of what health is, and it will want to hold that new blueprint. So he's blueprint making right now through his activity and Mm -hmm. that you know, that body weight. And there's people that have held their overweight, you know, from young ages.
2: Mm -hmm. And now they
1: can't now they can't really lose the weight because they start to lose five pounds and their body's like, Oh my god, we're starving to death. We're dying right and Mm -hmm. and the body goes into because it has this different memory of what health is. So if you can help him to lose this memory of overweight being a good health and, and install a new blueprint, you know, weightlifting or martial arts or or you know what whatever would encourage him, you know, lightsabers or laser tag or you know um, to get physical and get a new imprint of activity and health.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, I love
0: the way you describe that, like the blueprint that is being created, you know, and the imprint. So that was a great question, and I hope that that was helpful, Sonia. Yes, it's helpful. It's,
2: you know, um, I have been working on that. I've been taking him to the gym mm-hmm. with me, but then he pulls out, and I don't live with him. He lives with his father.
3: Yeah, so the gym may difficult. not.
1: Yeah, the gym may not be as interesting as paint gun or laser tag or, you know, something. Yeah, I'm not sure what 14-year-olds are into. But it's about finding that activity that is so fun. He doesn't notice he's getting the
0: exercise, right? Exactly.
2: Exactly, yes. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, yes. Well, blessings yeah. to you and your, your son, and um, thank,
3: you. thank
0: you for being here, Sonia. And thank uh, you, thank you Angie. Thank you, Sonia. Um, okay. Thank you. All right. So, Angie. Um, a few people were wondering if we could do a codem, um, before we sign off here so they can experience that. Um, Anne, and we have a lot of people from Vancouver today. Well, Anne, you're here a lot. Anne, love you. Um, she said, hi, Carrie, Angie, and Soul Family. Loving you all. Curious if Angie can offer a codem or support for releasing density and allowing more light to flow in. Maybe we could do it as a group so we could all get a feel on how the codoms feel. Uh, thank you so much. Loving the call, as always. That's Anne. What do you think, Angie? Oh,
1: absolutely, Anne. What a great idea. Yes. So let me put together a few codems. Um how about opening all seven chakras, clearing the system, directing healing to where it needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. One for uplifting the biomorphic field, and then I'll do one that opens all thirteen chakras briefly, just for a little while, and then we'll I'll close those back down again, just so, uh, yeah, we don't need that energy all flowing at once. Okay. Um, maybe maybe while I do that. Um, Carrie, maybe you can take people on a, a, a brief guided meditation to help them relax and surrender and drop into silence of mind and just being able to notice um, as the CODEMs arrive.
0: Okay, sure. Do you tell me when to go and okay. get started?
1: I'm going to start building uh, the CODEM right now. So if you'd like, you can go ahead and begin. And then at the end... When I'm ready to deliver it, I'll deliver it and I'll ask people to stay with me, activate, enhance, amplify, expand. And I'll and I'll it. Okay.
0: How much time oh, are we doing this for, good. just so I'm aware? Um, I think three minutes. Perfect. Okay. All right everybody. Let's let's get into this. So I'm gonna encourage you to just place your hands on your heart and then just take in a deep cleansing breath. I always like to hold it for a few seconds and then breathe out. Feet uh, firmly planted on the floor. Let's breathe in again and just hold it there for a few seconds and release. Just feeling yourself completely relaxed so that you are in a receptive state to receive these codums. Take in another deep, deep cleansing breath. And now release. Just feeling more and more relaxed. Open, receptive. Heart expanding. Opening to receive. Ready and relaxed. Imagine your auric field just open, expanding,
2: ready, ready, ready
0: to receive. Give yourself that gift of just being completely at peace, trusting that everything you need will come to you. And you will receive it gracefully. Just continue breathing, everyone, shaking out any tension. So that you are as clear and open as possible.
1: All right. And these energies are ready for you now. And here they come. Take an inhalation. Activate. Another inhalation. Enhance. Another inhalation. Amplify. Last inhalation. Expand. Now just dropping into silence. Just noticing the energy around you in your auric field. The energy inside your body. Noticing what shifted or changed or is present. And just enjoying it for a couple minutes. And I'm going to send some more energy now to close the top chakras. These are 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th chakras. Just those. The other chakras will stay open. So You may notice a change with this. Mm-hmm. Inhaling. Stay with me. Activate. Inhale, amplify, expand. And you still have the energy which uplifts the biomorphic field, clears the system, directs energy towards alignment, directs energy towards healing, and opens all of your Seven basic chakras. And that energy will last with you probably for the next five to seven days, whether you feel it or not, it will be with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Angie. Oh, how is everybody? I want to thank Anne for that recommend or that that uh, request. <laughs> Um, and thank you for, um, requesting that. I would love to hear from you or, oh, anybody. I'd love, um, it was potent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. A lot of times after I ask people, uh, you know, how they're doing, yeah. um, their brain is not really forming words yet and they have no desire oh, like- to speak. <laughs>
0: Exactly. This is like potent. <laughs> um, everyone, be sure to drink plenty of water and um, come back and you can listen to this again if you would like to. Um, Angie, thank you, my dear, for all of that. Um, someone was asking, could you repeat which codems that you included in that?
1: Okay. So uh, that was three different codems. Which open all seven basic chakras. There was a codum which clears your system, directs healing to where it needs to be, clears the lymph system, and directs energy towards alignment. And there was a codum for uplifting your biomorphic feel. And then briefly, just for a couple minutes, I opened up your 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th chakras let them flow energy in for a little while and then I close those. Um, it can be exhausting if they're left open uh for too long of a period if we're not ready. Um, as we awaken they open naturally uh when it is their time to open.
0: Okay. Um people are starting to come back <laughs> and oh, oh, some feedback here. Um Linda from Maple Valley says so very uplifting and powerful. Uh, Renee and Prior Lake said thank you, thank you. Um Anne from Vancouver said thank you, Carrie and Angie, for doing that on the fly. It was so special to be led into a meditation by you, Carrie and Angie. Those energies were potent. Yes, I feel that word too. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love and gratitude to you all from Anne. Thank you, Anne. Mm, so thank you. Um, yeah thank you all Um, the the comments are starting to roll in but we'll just let everyone just kind of enjoy this energy and again Angie thank you for being here everything that you shared and of course everything that you are offering in your special offers I hope that all of you will reflect upon the offerings and the private session uh, that Angie is presenting here so Angie any, any final words Oh, goodness. Um,
1: Yes. Remember that the work you do for yourself, the new blueprints that you get, the new energies that you get, are shared with those that you love and that love you. We are connected by invisible cords of love. So everything that you do for yourself is also a gift for all those around you and who are connected to you. And I thank you for that work. I thank you for being a light in this world. I thank you for being here today, for recharging your spirit and being here on the planet as a love light. Thank you all so very much for that.
0: Mm, Beautiful message, Angie. Thank you all. Um, Thank you, Angie. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your time, your readiness, your willingness, your love, your presence today. Um, It is an honor to have you with us. Notice how you're feeling Notice what stood out for you, notice what shifted for you, notice what's different. And then let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings flow to you. Open, open, open to receive the benefits of everything that has been ignited within you and in our sacred circle today. Um and of course really consider the wonderful opportunities to expand on this journey uh with Angie. Um And just remember, everyone, you're brilliant, you're resilient, you're dearly loved, you're not alone. Thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending crystalline rainbow waves of new earth grace and glory and gratitude uh, from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission uh, to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and, of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, take flight, beacons of light, and I will see you back here in this Playground of Light uh, next time. Bye, everybody.